Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we review the Olympic Club's Ocean Course, Yoka Dehe, and Tahoe City's Nine Hole Course. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 70. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. We in here. We in here. We got a we got a great episode today. We're taking a step back from PGA, LPGA, Live Tour, whatever else you want to talk about in terms of the world of pro golf, and we're going to do some course reviews today. We've been putting this off. We got a little bit of a break here before the Open. Um, there is the Scottish Open going on, but uh, we got a little bit of a break here. Wanted to really just get down and review some courses that we've been able to play lately. The one downside is we haven't played any of these together. Um, so yes. I'm interested to hear about, about the course you played. So, um, we're going to be going uh, over Tahoe city, a nine hole golf course in, 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 uh, uh, near Lake Tahoe. I believe it was home in Homewood or uh, actually it's, it's Tahoe city, um, Yoka Dehe and Olympic club ocean course. Hell yeah. Many good times there, even though I haven't played there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Tahoe City played last month. Um, I went and played with the wife and it was a uh, it's a friendly like a family friendly golf course. It's twenty seven hundred yards, nine hole par thirty three. It has a, a par five, four par fours and four par threes. Um, and when they say family friendly, it's really family friendly. It's uh, women ran and women uh, women designed. Um, I thought, which I thought was very nice. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, what I really enjoyed about it was, um, I saw a couple of moms out there with their like crying babies in a golf cart playing golf. So really family friendly. We've got it on a nice day. Got to play up in some altitude, which was uh, a change of pace for, for Natalie. She's never played in elevation. So she got to see the, the added distance with, which I thought was really cool. A little bit of wings on the ball. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, and so as we always do, uh, we break it down by facilities, course conditions, and then course design playability. And then we add our McKinsey scores to it. And it's been a while since uh, since we've done that. We've done a course review. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. So <laughs> I'll just get into it here. Um, facilities. It's a nine-hole course. It's like... There's not even a driveway up to it. You have to go through a parking lot uh, to find it. But they were working on, you know, the little driveway in. Um, you can't expect much on a nine-hole facility as exactly, well. As far exactly. as, you know. It's, it's, you got to temper so, the expectations. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, uh, you know, the I, I don't expect uh, a backdrop. Yeah, yeah, no, there. <laughs> totally. So with that in mind, you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised by everything. Um, facilities, they had a little putting green out there right next to the bar. Uh, they had uh, a huge net with several hitting bays for you to go in, uh, hit into. You know, it was only about 60 yards that you could hit. Um, but still, it's something to warm up on, you know. And that's all you can really ask for before you go out and play around. And it was really cool just to go out there and uh, put around a little bit, hit a little bit because we got there a little bit early. Um, and so just it, it had just the, the, the bare necessities, which was great. The clubhouse was great. 
uh, like I said, women ran. Uh, so we where we paid. Uh, the, they have a nice little pro shop there. The bar and restaurant, though, was really awesome. It was really cool. It had one of them sunken in, uh, you you know, horseshoe like, bars. Like Indian Valley, the horseshoe like Indian bar. Valley. And that's, that was what I honestly compared it to was it was a small Indian Valley, I felt. Indian Valley had the, the, the giant wall, the giant mountain that you hit into for the yep. driving range. So I really thought that it was it was comparable. The again, we ate there afterwards. The food was great. You go, uh, you stop by the clubhouse or you stop by the, the bar too, and they have windows, which I thought was really cool. So you come by it three times. You play three holes, come by it, play three holes, come by it, and then three holes again. Damn, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is a part of design too. So the conditions too were great. The uh the tea boxes were probably the only thing really lacking. Fairways were nice. Greens, the greens were pretty nice. They ha- they had to deal with a lot of shade because of all the trees. So there was a couple of them that had some bald spots, but they didn't put the flags anywhere near it. I thought it was great that uh, the the greens weren't too fast as well. I mean, again, they're trying to make it family friendly, so the greens were, nice were pretty good. S- slow green, friendly yeah. pace. Yeah. And then, um, and like I said, there, there was, it wasn't particularly dry. It was, it definitely wasn't wet up there. Uh, it had been pretty dry for a few weeks, even though they did get some rain the day we left, but yeah, overall the course conditions were plus, I mean, there's, we've definitely, we definitely have played a lot more courses that have had more That's difficult nice. I think uh, more nine hole courses and it's, it wasn't all par threes. Correct. Correct. Uh, So I think more nine hole courses uh, is key to getting, getting people, more people involved in golf playing nine and not sacrificing a whole day, um, which can't seems to be the case in a public, you know, full 18 round. Right. Is, uh, I think I think it's I think as more of those pop up, more people are going to keep playing golf and having a good ass time. I really like that, too, because you can go play golf two and a half hours is, you know, or, or two hours is the perfect amount of time to go play golf. I think you're, you're not committed to a, a full 18. And a lot of the, a lot of the times that we go and play 18, it's because they don't have a nine hole rate. I mean, we had to pay yeah. a full rate at Seascape to play nine. And they, that's just because they don't offer a nine hole rate, yeah. which I, I think more courses really should, they can get more people out there. Yeah. It, it, it biffs up, you know, like the whole starts of the day and you can't, right. you know, like I, I understand why they don't. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it should be easier to play nine. Like that's like, like kind of the USGA's thing, right. Is like, Oh, go play nine. Well, right. it's kind of hard to play nine unless you're a fucking member at a country club. Right. And, so for the common person to go play nine, it, it needs to be a little bit more accessible to like roll with that as your, you know, your, your like motto as to people in the game. Right. Totally agree. Um, course design playability Dude, the design was actually pretty interesting. The first, probably I'd say a handful of holes, they are pretty straightforward, you know, it's not very many dog legs, but on the la- the second half of the course was, was amazing. There was uh, one that sticks out was a long par four that 
you have a, a big fairway to hit into, but then the green is protected by these two huge uh, evergreen trees on the right and left. But if you can get it through that opening, it opens up and you can have you know access to the green and stuff. So that was, that was really cool. There was also another par four that it was like 150 yards uh, level and then a bunch of rough nice. and, and swale <laughs> and stuff like that. And then down to the right was the green, which was another hundred yards. And it was all, you can't cut it. You can't cut the corner because the trees are so big. If you go left, it's in the parking lot. So it really is a, a two shot. Forces hole your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got totally. it. Got it. <clears throat> That's cool. It was, it was a great two shot hole. And then they had a, an elevated par three that Nat, that Natalie really loved. Uh, she got her first taste of an elevated green. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, so, uh, and then playability it's, it was family friendly. I mean, like I said, there's little kids out there like in, in like car seats in, <laughs> in, in the uh golf carts it was really cool i mean you hear babies crying and stuff while you're playing so if you're going out there and you need absolute quiet or you're taking your round serious it's probably not the place for you but it is a challenge and it is fun and it is a good nine holes of golf i really really enjoyed it so with that said where does that leave us on the uh the rating scale so on the rating scale I had to take a you know a step back and really look at where it would stack up against some of the other great courses that we played and some of the more mediocre ones. And we we mentioned this course earlier, Indian Valley. I feel it's just a little smaller Indian Valley, and I gave Indian Valley a three point six. And so the one course that I would say is like a sister course or comparable to is this one. And I'm, I'm just going to give it just just a little bit below the three six and give it a three five, which is still nice up there. for a nine hole track. Yeah, um, it was great. Nice. I really, really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, we should probably move on to an 18 hole course, which I'm actually pretty jealous that I didn't get to go play this. Uh, you were playing this the weekend that I was playing Tahoe City. Yes. And I had a wedding to go to family wedding. So I had to miss Yoka Dehe, But um, from what I know about Yoka Dehe, it's uh, it means home by the spring water in the Winton Nation's native Patwin language. And it has a, a full resort and um, and casino. It's right between Cash Sacramento Creek, Cash Creek Casino. It's located between Sacramento and San Francisco. Um and it was designed by Brad Bell and open for public play in 2008. So it's a pretty new course. Um, dude. Yeah. It's uh, first off, before I get into reviewing the course, I never got to elaborate too much on the round, but shout out to Zach Morrow, Bader, Aurora, some old guys, uh, old friends, I should say, not old guys, old friends that I got to play with. And Super fun round with those guys and watching. I got it. Watching Moro. Moro takes the biggest, hardest swing and like can hit the ball on, you know, like with accuracy when he takes this swing. He tees that motherfucker low. Total different game than myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's, it's just hella fun to watch. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, I don't swing. I don't, I don't play like that uh, because I, I, <laughs> 
my ball would be going everywhere, but like, it's fun to watch fun as hell to watch. Uh, it was a great time playing that round. He might be the most deceptive athlete that I personally know. Just even, even when we're playing football, uh, volleyball, and then watching well, him swing a golf club, the sound that, I mean, he was out driving me by 20 yards with his, with his three wood. Not to get too crazy, you know, sportsy, but I think his volleyball background uh, leads, you know, helps out. Like, like they talk about the ground reaction forces to, to swing hard, right? Like mm-hmm. Bryson always talks about that dweeb, dweeb stuff, but uh, <laughs> volleyball, a volleyball athlete does that, right? Their, their sport is straight up and down for the most part. Um, and so it definitely translates. There's something to it and, and that training, but yeah, dude, he's, he's fun as hell to watch and, and to, to watch him just smack some balls. But did you guys, did you guys play a uh, like team games? We just played, uh, we had, we did, we had just little individual games going. No, nothing team wise, uh, okay. but facilities get into the review, right? Facilities, mm-hmm. the facilities is it's, it, as you mentioned, it's on Cash Creek, which is a Indian casino in Northern California. The facilities are a one. It's a true, you know, they is Cash Creek is a quote unquote resort. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a true resort golf experience. So you get in there, the pro shops, super nice. The, you know, the restaurants, super nice. They got a little snack shack turn spot. That's dope. And it's, it's, it it strikes you. It's weird to be, you know, we're from Northern California. We're Northern California guys. So it's weird to feel like you're playing like a, um, a vacation course at home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but it's got that total vibe to it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a straight destination style course. It it looks when you get out there and you go outside of the t-bot or outside of the pro shop and kind of like look over the whole course there's tons mm-hmm. of water and it just looks like uh you know a resort style course so the facilities are a1 they're exactly what you would expect uh, I, uh what do you think about the access to you know the bar and restaurant or a place to get food and drinks you know either at at the turn where it's easy where you don't have to go all the way in uh, or a halfway house out there somewhere, you know, kind of how I mean, some I think, courses I think, do it. I think that's a must. If you want to maintain pace of play, you can't have people getting gummed up at, at, you know, your, your turn rest stop. Right. Yeah. So whether you do, whether you come back or you have a little, you know, a little snack shack out there, um, it's a must, you got to have some kind of order because otherwise, you know, you get, you'll get people that want to try to jump you and, and et cetera. So yeah, I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, some courses, they don't have that window availability or, a, a, you know, an extension of the of the kitchen anywhere. So they have like a number you call ahead of time, blah, blah, blah. I just think that that's a little bit, it's still, you can put your order in ahead of time, but if there's four or five people ahead of you in line, it's still going to take you a while, you know? No, they had it. They had it all down, bro. Um, That's awesome. You can, get, you can get cigars there at the turn spot. You can get everything you need basically at the turn spot. Awesome. Awesome. Um, practice facilities too. driving range, putting, they have putting a driving green. range. It goes into a hillside. Um, okay. Driving. Uh, then they have a putting green down low and then they have a putting green up by the first tee that is Sweet. not, not quite as a, uh, 
re, it doesn't quite reflect the speed of the greens accurately does that <laughs> uh putting green on the the first tee but it's dope the facilities you you can't complain you got and they give you uh they give you the ball pyramid so you know you're at a nice place right Ooh, no no range balls. range balls are included you got a ball pyramid out there which i always love no buckets no, no buckets. buckets only no pyramids buckets. only awesome. hats only buckets you'll see out there is me wearing a hat <laughs> awesome uh course conditions a1 a1 yeah uh t boxes are great greens were running fast and fabulous bunkers were in what real sand bunkers um Mm -hmm. i didn't hit into many bunkers there's fescue or not really fescue there's dead kind of you know hillside rolling valley hills um and so i think part of why i played really well off the tee was i was scared to death of rattlesnakes and hitting it into the ob area <laughs> and so i was forced to just i, I could i couldn't I, I left myself no other choice but to uh get into the fairways for the most part but the course con- tee boxes were great greens were great bunkers were awesome um it's a, like I said, it's a resort style course. So the fairway to rough differentiation was a one. There's a, there, there was nice. a, there's a, there's a first cut of rough, you know what I mean? Right. You got right. Fairway first cut actual rough. So the course conditions are what you would expect. Um, so it, it, no complaints at all. On that. I, all the pictures I've seen, it it's, looks pristine and plush out there. It, it's w- really well manicured. I think what stands out is that first, that first cut, any course that has a first cut of rough, you know, that's usually a little bit above a higher quality course yeah, than the rest. Yeah. Nicer, nicer spot, nicer spot. Right. And then um, the playability and, and the design, the design's great. The first tee goes off. You, you got tons of elevation change cause you're in the foothills. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of up and down uh, first tee. First tee shot is a huge downhill par four that you can just rip away um you know a nice fairly forgiving uh, mm-hmm. a, a nice overall it's a fairly forgiving course you're you're again your your biggest fear is kind of hitting out into the the rolling hills that mm-hmm. are lined with the tall grass and rattlesnakes uh but it's super playable it's a lot of up and down design it's for the most part, not a lot. There's no short par threes. There Ooh. are some really interesting par fours and some short par fours. Ton of bunkers. You got water in play um, on on a handful of holes. Not n- no real direct shots over water too much, um, mm-hmm. but you have a lot of water in play, and you have some you have uh, you have some short par fives there that kind of force your hand as far as like, they're not short so much distance wise, but there's a couple that are really big elevation drops. And there's one that's a little short distance wise, but there's a lot of, you know, interesting, you can, you can be a short hitter there and and play totally fine. And Mm -hmm. you can also be a long hitter there and play, you know, pretty, pretty well. It, 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 it's, it leaves, it leaves, some decisions for you as a golfer, as far as how you want to approach a lot of holes, you can go 
driver off the tee on some of the short par fours, you can also iron it. So it's, 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 uh, and, and like I said, with the elevation that they have there in the foothills, it's a, it's a really cool course design. Uh, what would you say, Stan, like what, what hazard was the most prevalent, like sand, water, something else? Um, there's, there's a lot of water. I avoided some water very like narrowly. I think mm-hmm. some of the par threes, the par threes are hard. The shortest par three, I think out there is 160 from the okay. whites. So wow, there's not, there's not a gimme, you know, there's not a gimme par three. The longest one I think is like 215, 220. So there's, um, but there's a lot of bunkers. I didn't particularly hit into many bunkers. Um, my, that, that day, my iron game was a one, my short, my, my game off the tee was a little bit sporadic, but, um, I, I was hitting a ton of greens. Um, but dude, the bunkers there can be brutal. Okay. Um, and then like, what, what course would you like compare it to that you've played before? I would compare it to Poppy Ridge. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, as far as like the elevation changes yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, you know, at price point, which we'll, I'll talk about in the final review, you know, it's, it's, it's a little more expensive of a course, but you, you get what you pay for. So um, it's, it's, the, but I, I would say Poppy Ridge with water. If I can, if I can, you, you know, Poppy Ridge doesn't have that much water. Right. So, uh, but this has a good amount of, it's got a little crick that runs pretty much through the whole course. And there's mm-hmm. some big bodies of water that you can also find. And do you, do you have a favorite hole? Ooh, I like, um, I mean, I guess I'm kind of biased on this one, but I, I really enjoyed the eighth hole, which is a short par four. It's drivable from the white. It's, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also drivable from the, from, from, from the, the, uh, blue tees, but it's a short par four and you, you got to really pick and choose how you're going to attack it because it's reachable, but there's a fuckload of bunkers, a fuckload of bunkers. And, um, for myself, I played a two iron off the tee and I smoked a two iron beautiful shot right where I wanted to. I aimed it at this bunker. I unfortunately hit into this bunker that was about like 75 yards off the green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit, I made a nice up and down Sandy par. I went, you know, that's not a green side bunker. It's not t- a traditional fairway bunker, but my fairway bunker game stinks. And so <laughs> for me to get that, that thing up onto the green and get it, get a, a nice little easy par um was real impressive but that was a fun hole uh i love the first hole man it's it's i mean it's i'm talking it's probably it's probably 100 feet above the landing zone it's Ooh. really high up there so you got a nice you know open kind of fairly forgiving but that and then um there was a par five on the on the back nine, it's the, I think second to last hole. I think they end double par fives. And this one is one where you can't necessarily, I like a par five where you can't necessarily hit a driver, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is one that you got to go. If you, if you hit driver, you got to really commit to it and Mm -hmm. and try to bomb it. Um, And really you don't have, you don't leave yourself that good of a second shot. It's a three shot par five. That's what I like about it. Water's in play and a ton of bunkers are in play. And and it's a big dog leg off to the right. 
So it forces, it, it really forces you what you're going to do off the tee. And then it also forces you what you're going to do with your second shot. Excellent. Ready to rate it? I'm ready to rate it. Yoka Dehi, for me, um, I said this on the golf course too. Uh, I said it to Bader. I will gladly pay what they what they what they want. It was I think 130 bucks, um, but that's with a cart, with range balls, with that's a, a nice with a nice cold towel when you walk off the 18th green, um, and it's a well policed course. So we played on a Sunday. We teed off at 11. I don't know. We teed off at like 1130. We finished at 330 right on four hours, maybe a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit over time actually, but never waited, never waited. Um, never got pressured from people behind us either. Uh, and dude, that's, that's huge as far as like what I'm going to pay for a round and, and, and how I kind of rate this. So I give Yoka, I gave Silverado a, uh, a 4.2. I'm going to give Yoka. I'm going to give them one notch above that. I'm going to give them a 4.3. Excellent, man. I'm, I'm super jealous once again, because that course looks every, every picture I've seen, everybody who's played there, uh, that the way that they've talked about it has always been, it's been a great course to go out there and play. I think we definitely have to go out there for like a weekend and yep. take the, take the gals out there and um, send them to the slots while we send them to the, the slots. There's, there's gotta be a spa there. There has, it's a resort. There has to be, there has, has to, to be. be right on. Um, so uh, let's move on to Olympic club then um, Olympic club is uh obviously a, a very famous golf course here in san francisco i was fortunate enough to play the lake course um not, not i'm sorry the ocean course not the lake course um the ocean course is great uh really fun um not particularly not particularly long the lake course is the famous one that's hosted the u.s open championships in 1955 66, 87, 98, 2012, and the U.S. Women's Open in 2021 that we went to last year where we had a, an absolute blast, a blast uh, that weekend. A blast of the time. So the ocean course was uh, has been redesigned since the course first opened. It used to be called the Pacific Lynx originally, um, opened in 1924. Um, there's, let's see. The card says it is a, well, we played from, we played from the black. So it was a 60 or on the front nine, we played from the black. So we played 3,400 yards in the front, on the front nine. And then it was getting dark. So like halfway through the back nine, we started playing from the whites just to, just to hurry up because one of our partners was playing from the whites, the, our, our fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really fun time. Shout out to, to Fabian for hooking it up with the invite. Uh, really cool dude to, to hook it up and, and think of me to go play um it's been it's a course that's been redesigned and rerouted several times since it originally opened uh the, the original designer was tom weiskopf it's been uh w- which was in 2000 in 2000 when it was completely reconstructed a further renovation took 
place in 2012 after the U.S. Open. And they're talking about having uh, Gil Hans come through and really change up the course and do some some crazy renovations. Fabian, he's, he's he's going to uh, put his hands on the course. He's going to enhance it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, man, it, it, it's uh, hearing Fabian talk about what they're planning on doing there. It sounds really, really uh, cool. They're going to pull some courses in from the cliff course, um, and uh, and then they're going to redesign that one, too. So it's just really cool to, to kind of have an inside scoop on that. So, um, Hell yeah. We got to play, again, it was a twilight round. We played... Uh, I think we teed off at four o'clock, something along those lines, four 30. We got it. We got in 18, just as the last rays of sunlight finished that evening. Uh, just, uh, again, just a, an incredible night that there was no wind. There was, uh, clouds at the beginning, but then they, they kind of subsided. It was just a, a wonderful day. Uh, um, may, yeah. my, but might I interject real quick? Sure. Um, the time of year that you guys were playing out there and I feel like um, the twilight round in San Francisco in the summer is so greatly underestimated. That's the best, almost the best time of day. It, as long as it's not like crazy windy, like it can mm -hmm. be, but if you get a nice calm wind day, you're obviously going to get some wind, but God yeah. damn, there ain't many better than those type of rounds. Um, I totally agree it's, because it's, I, it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like this, I feel the same way. Like you start off, if you get, you can get out there early and there's no wind, but it's pretty cold and it's going to be like overcast or some fog. And then the afternoon comes around noon comes and the wind picks up. But if you get that twilight round in all that stuff is blown off. So you have, you don't have any wind. Uh, you don't have in the, in the summertime anyway, you don't have as much wind. And if you're most of the courses out there, uh, you'll, you won't have any fog or, or overcast, um, a marine layer, so to speak. So yeah, I completely agree. Um, facilities. So a I don't think we already know. Yeah. Everybody knows it's a one. Um, I got to look inside the clubhouse, which was really cool. It's huge. A uh, real classy, real classic uh, looking clubhouse on the inside and just walking around in there and bumping around and in, in, you know, corners and hallways and rooms that I can only imagine Nooks. who's, yeah, who's walked Nooks through and there. crannies. Yeah, it's just, it, it's incredible. Uh, so uh, being a member there, it's a, obviously it's a private club. So that's it's, it's kind of to be expected that, you know, they have everything that you could possibly want there. Um, didn't eat or drink or anything there. I did not have the legendary uh, burger, burger dog. dog. Well, we've um, already done that before. We've had that before. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it, like I said, it was twilight when we got there. Uh, though I will say that the gal who served us was kind of rude. And when she said the kitchen was closed down, looked at us like we had two heads that we even wanted a beer, uh, you know, and it wasn't even five o'clock yet. So that is one little, little knock, I would say How dare uh, <laughs> the facilities again, the putting green was incredible. Uh, I mean, we saw that firsthand, the driving range was really nice there. I mean, that, that was what I thought was really cool was the driving range is packed, dude. They had, and it's huge. So they have all these people out there and there's women, kids, old, older gentlemen. And then you can see the sticks out there who are out there, you know, putting in some serious yep. work. It was 
cool to be a part of. Uh, really fun just to go out there and knock some balls around before we actually went and played. Um, again, it's the, not much else to add to to the facilities. A one. Um, course conditions, another pretty obvious one. Uh, incredible. I'm not a guy who takes up much of a divot, but the ground is so supple, uh, but firm at the same time that I feel like every, everything that was like a seven iron or in, I'm just taking up turf and it, it's fun to, to hit the ball and see the divot come down shortly thereafter. Well, it's a, I would think it's what you would expect from a course a club that hosts us open golf right right um mm -hmm. and, and especially a private club too uh yeah because we've obviously been at tory pines and we weren't too impressed with the course conditions at tory yeah. pines but this is a private this is a private venture so mm -hmm. i would i would expect nothing but the plushest yes i mean considering what it what it costs to become a member there um yeah definitely and some of the names on that roster um yeah. So course conditions, I mean, the greens were perfect. I really, I really enjoyed the greens. They weren't particularly fast. Uh, they were challenging in that there was some, some breaks or whatever. I, on the front nine, I had, I had some, uh, some struggles putting else. I, I just mainly had struggles hitting greens and fairways. And once I started hitting some fairways uh, and greens on the back nine, my score just plummeted. Like I said, when we talked about my round out there, I had four birdies in the back nine. Oh, and baby. yeah, I mean, I had a putt off from off the green I had, and then I started, just, I had one, two, three, four, five, one putts on the back, just started draining them. So I really liked the break uh, or uh, the shape of the greens. Like I said, they were fair. They were challenging, but fair, uh, but they weren't necessarily easy either. So absolutely perfect. Tee boxes, absolutely perfect. And like I said, the fairways were, were top notch. Um, design and playability. The design was great. It had a lot of holes that you really had to think about. Um, it's on the side of a hill. So it's, uh, a lot of elevation changes, not, not, you know, not, not flat per se, mm -hmm. but not super, you know, you're not, you're not having a hanging lie on every single shot. If you miss the fairway, you are, but the fairways were sloped in such a way that, you know, you would find yourself a flat spot. Usually if you hit the fairway, um, the, uh, my favorite hole out there was the par three fifth. And like, we were talking about elevation change. It had to have been like 120 something feet straight downhill. It, it, it says it plays 152 yards, but everybody there hit a wedge from sand wedge to uh, pitching wedge. So love it. It, it was, it was awesome. It, they really do the go ahead. Uh, oh, I was going to say the short challenging par three is it's becoming a, a lost art form mm -hmm. in golf. Um, and I think that was what was really refreshing of watching this last U S open at the country club too, was like one of the hardest holes was that I think it was the 13th hole or the, tw I, don't, I don't know what it is that little tiny short par three that they changed right. up every day, right? On Sunday, it played 110 yards, 115 yeah. yards. And you got professional golfers out there bogeying it left and right. Mm -hmm. So uh, th that's, that's a rare gem that you can come across in, right. in the game of golf. Um, and, and it's, I, I feel like it, it needs to be admired a little bit more, but I love the challenging short par three. 
Yeah. I mean, the arguably the most uh, famous hole in all of golf is, is a short elevated par three out there at pebble, you know, yep. they need more of them, but yeah, uh, there, there was a couple holes there where you can, you can hit driver, but it had those cambered fairways like they do on the late course. So a dog yep. legs left, but it cambers, right. Or, uh, you, you or don't want to hit a bad driver. No, exactly. And <laughs> I, I thought I hit a good drive and it went too far and I was in some trouble. There was a, and there's a guy that we played with, that was really able to shape the ball from right to left. Obviously I'm going more a little bit of a cut these days and he almost drove the green. It was, it was incredible. So uh, the way that the holes are framed by the tall trees, um, the way that the light kind of was coming through there towards the end of the day, it was, uh, it was, it was incredibly beautiful. It really was Uh, for um, for playability, you got to have a little bit of game out there. It's 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 going to be tough for, uh, let's say, like a 15 handicapper and above to to go out there and, and put together your best round. I'll just say there are some holes that are gettable, but there are some that you have to have two really good shots to find yourself on the green. That's if you're playing, you know, a little bit further back. Uh, so. I mean, it's definitely not for little kids. The faint of heart, yeah. The faint of heart, uh, beginners. You know, you have to have some rounds under your belt for a couple years, I would say, before you go out there and give that course a try. And that's just speaking in generalities. You know what I mean? There are people who can pick it up faster. There are people who... uh, uh, Anyone can have a good day. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So... Uh, I mean, other than that, I'm just trying to think of what course I would compare it to. And I'm just looking through our list here. It's, it's really difficult because it doesn't quite remind me of a pasta tempo just because the bunkers were a little bit more uh, standard in their design. I really think that it's one of the more unique courses I've played in that it was at such a high level in terms of the way the facilities were and how uh, I'm sorry, the course conditions were and how the, how the course was, was upkept. Um, maybe a little bit of spyglass vibes, I would say just okay. with no water, with no water. Yeah. So spyglass has some really pretty par threes with, with, and, and tons holes of water, with, water yeah. with water and stuff. But I would say the uphill par five or par fours, there were a lot of, um, but yeah, I think the closest comparison I can say would be a spyglass. All right. Well, that's great company to be in. Shit. It, yeah, it really is. Um, and with that, let's see. I'm looking at I'm looking at Spyglass, and we haven't we haven't ranked Spyglass and Pebble, and we've played those courses. So we gotta we gotta do another pod and do those courses. It's been a while since we played them, though. So maybe we'll just have to play them again. But with that said, I'm looking at several of these others that I've played, and to to date. My number one ranked course is Pasa Tiempo, and it's still my favorite course. Pasa Tiempo is still my favorite course, but by all categories, by all rankings, by just everything, uh, I have to put Olympic Club at a 475, slightly ahead as my new king of the course. The top rankings. The top of the list. Nice. I mean, that's not five. Super- that's not surprising. We've walked the lake course. We know, I mean, it's a, uh, uh, one of the most historic American golf courses and 
pieces of property. I mean, you hate that term, but yeah, out there. But it really so. is. Um, I guess you can call it the property. You can call it the property if there are several courses out there. I, I'm I'm willing to admit or I'm willing to allow that. But if it's okay. just one course, I don't know about that. But yeah, dude, it was a great time. I'm I'm glad that I I played better on the back. It did help that we moved up a tee box, but it was still. I mean, bro, it yeah. was still a and challenge. You're talking a a tough course, and you're a skilled golfer, so it's not that surprising. Um, do we want to do we want to finish with some up and downs? We we can finish with some up and downs. Sure. All right. Um, you want to start with some downs? You want me to start? Uh, yeah, I'll start with some. Uh, a down hmm my down i got no downs bro all 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 things are up good the only down i have is i didn't play particularly well at peacock um i i uh i played from the 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 tips the entire excuse me the entire day and i I feel like i didn't flush a single iron shot out there dude well and i'd imagine playing from back there on that course too makes that a little bit more challenging than you're used to so it's a different a little bit to a a lot of playing but playing with dylan and i had played so well up until the last few rounds i had played to i really wanted him to see my progress i think i just got a little nervous put a little added pressure on yourself yeah uh i remembered my down my down is uh taco bell and doordash combined um because you motherfuckers canceled on me two hours into our <laughs> order um, after a wedding and was looking for some good food. And it's not cool. Just cancel on me right away. Don't make me wait two hours. Um, the only other down I have is the San Francisco Giants baseball team. I know I was going to I was going to throw them in there, but I, 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 I didn't want to rip on our boys. But it's early in the season. But at this point. Well, I mean, it's early in the season, but there's no way they're catching the Dodgers. No way. And I mean, the pro- the Padres got to prove that they're. I mean, they got to prove that they can't crumble in September like they did last year. But if you're not catching the Dodgers, I don't see how they're going to make a wild card spot right now. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals are really good. The Braves are really good. The Mets are really good. So all you know, those three, the Brewers are really good, mm-hmm. um, and they all find ways to win single run ball games. Um, and the giants, unfortunately they, they won these games last year, but they find ways to lose these types of ball games. Yeah. Um, and that's a sign of a bad team. Unfortunately. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, ups. I'll let you go first. Uh, ups shout out to our guy, Monish Parub and his beautiful, oh. beautiful wife, Alicia. Congrats, Mo. Um, what a great wedding. This, the sky is lifted for a absolutely outstanding wedding in the uh, city. And uh, it was a great time. Um, another one of my ups is I got to say, live golf. Um, not to bring this in to the whole equation here, but that was really fun to watch this week. And it's a really cool product. And I, again, I, I, I've said this multiple times, but I think the PGA tours got a little bit of a problem on their hands. They uh, do. Especially where I think they really have a problem is how much fun it looks like it is out on that, that course. Mm-hmm. And, and like Pat Perez was talking about it before the, the whole tournament ever started, but the fun on the range and, um, dude it's a cool product they they yeah. they to me they they kind of worked out the kinks from the first event 
they brought it to America. Um, and shit, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. I, I have to say that they're, they're bringing a good product. Um, it was fun watching them spray champagne afterwards and everything like that. The only, the only knockout I'll say is I kind of agree with, or I, it was kind of enlightening to hear that these guys were trying to say, Oh, you know, uh, I'm playing less golf, but they're actually not the PGA tour only requires them to play 15 round or 15 tournaments as well. They do get one less round. Yeah. But, um, but per week, um, on that note, Bryson came out yesterday and discussed his full contract, right? So they're playing the same amount of golf, but Bryson's on a four year, hundred and, you know, $30 million contract. So, and that's without winning Winnings. anything that's without yeah. winning anything. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, 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 you can't fault these guys for, no, for sure. They're certainly playing the same amount of golf, but the amount, you know, what they're getting paid for playing the same amount of golf is drastically different. Um, right. No, I, to- I totally get that. But they're trying to say like Pat Prez is trying to say that he he missed the birth of his son because he had to play golf. Well, no, oh, he yeah. No, he no, didn't no, have yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah. No, he didn't no, have no, to no. play. I agree. I agree. I agree with Just that. Just say it's for the money and it and it's all good. You know what I mean? Um. And, and on that note too, another up is shout out to Bryson for just coming out and fucking being pretty honest about like right. everything. Um, I'm on here ripping him all the time, but you know, the, I show me someone that's going to get paid, you know, you got guaranteed money at your job and, and less, you know, weekends or late nights that you got to work and, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah, uh, totally. So, so I, I, kudos to him for, for being upfront and, and, and exposing that, not exposing it, but just being real. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So any, any other ups, I was going to copy one um, of yours. Um, uh, my last up, I know this is not a, uh, all sports podcast, but I think it deserves to be said, uh, the San Jose sharks, hired the first black GM in the NHL's history and old shark, Mike Greer, a great fucking player. Um, I'm a diehard sharks fan. I'm, I'm super stoked on this move, not because he's a, a African-American male. Um, I'm more stoked because he was such a great shark and he, he's a third line grinder type guy that um, I'm more excited. What, what, what I'm curious what he can do to me. Those are the, I love seeing players, uh, players, getting into these kind of front office roles across yeah. all sports. And I, in particular, I've seen guys like this that are, you know, not your star players, um, but you guys that kind of grinded to, to, to make a paycheck in pro sports as crazy as that sounds. But um, the, I, I think they're very good at being GMs. Um, yeah. John Lynch, when, I mean, John Lynch is a hall of famer, but uh, you know, he's not like the, 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 the prime defensive back. There's plenty of other, uh, other people, right. but I, I threw out John Lynch as the Niners reference, but uh, I don't shout think out to was, the sharks, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he, I don't think John Lynch was too highly touted out of college either, but I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, up, obviously congratulations, Mo, one of our, our best buds um, getting married. Um Try, I was I had I had another one here. Oh, we get to play a twilight round tomorrow at Harding Park. Juiced, juiced for the round tomorrow. Juiced I'm for the super round. Super excited, tomorrow. super excited about that. It could it, you're moving out of the city? 
might be the last time I get to do that for a while. Um, and so, uh, just really looking forward to, to getting a round in out there. I mean, we, we were so excited to play that course the first time. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to, to let you go without, um, getting one more round out there. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. So I, I guess we can just do a, a round recap next week. We'll probably get into some more PGA live tour talk. Cause it seems like that, that subject isn't going to go anywhere. Um, and if we can't figure anything else out, we might do, we might add our course reviews for our Pebble beach golf courses that I can't believe we haven't done Ooh, yet. Okay. Okay. And then before we get out here, the degenerate boy, we put in some, I put in some bets. So we're going to go two easy bets to win Scottish open, Sammy Burns, Will Zalatoris, same odds, plus 2,500, 25 to one. Um, and then we got some first rounds, first rounds, Thorpe Jorn Olsen, Plus that guy's 100. been playing good. He's yep. a kid. He won't hesitate to get drunk and piss all over a first-class airline. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> I got Min Woo Lee, who won this tournament last year, Minji Lee's brother, uh, at plus 8,000. And I got Russell Knox at another plus 10,000. Awesome. Let's well, go. good luck. Good luck. Um, and I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. All right, brother. Peace. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week for a preview of the 150th Open Championship at St. Andrews. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.